Welcome to episode 11 of 23 episodes of the Padres podcast for 2023. A message of hope and encouragement for those serving in the British Army, and in particular at the CMC, the Combat Manoeuvre Centre, based here in Bovington and Lulworth in Dorset. This is Padre Matt Dietz, and I welcome you to the Padres podcast community. I'm a regular army chaplain with a biblical Christian worldview, but whatever your own particular viewpoint on faith in the forces, the Padres podcast is designed for all to stimulate your mind and strengthen your spirit to enable each of us to play our full part in the shared business of defence. We're on a new double feature of the Padres podcast, looking at some biblical aspects of the recent coronation of our new monarch, King Charles III, timed conveniently around the King's birthday parade, otherwise known as Trooping the Colour, which takes place in June each year. Of course, this year's parade will be the first for King Charles, and I think it's rather fitting that it is 1st Battalion, the Welsh Guards, who will be trooping their new colour before His Majesty, who had a long association with that battalion when he was Prince of Wales. I had the privilege of being Padre to the Welsh Guards, so the whole event is dear to my heart too. Now for this episode, I'm going to be asking the question, what's the history behind the cry, God save the King? It's in our national anthem. It was sung at the coronation, but what's the history behind it? You might be surprised to learn that, in actual fact, it goes back over 3,000 years and is rooted deep within the Book of Kings in the Old Testament, as we shall find out in this episode. So let's turn then to the National Anthem as we get going. Let's face it, we all know the National Anthem off by heart, but have you ever thought about what's behind the words? We stand to attention and it's a moment of immense pride when we sing in the key of G major, God save our gracious king, long live our noble king, God save the king. But what does it mean, God save the king? What's the history behind it? Have you ever even thought about it? We're asking as a nation for God to save his majesty. But from what or from whom? There's a question for you. And as we now get used to these words for our new sovereign, I thought it was a timely question for this Padres podcast. The tune to the National Anthem of the United Kingdom traces its history back to 1745, when the melody first appears in the Thesaurus Musicus. It's a very simple and unmistakable tune, easy to learn and easy to sing. The original tune writer is not known, but it was the great royal composer Henry Purcell who reportedly first connected the tune to the famous words, God save the King and gradually it grew to be the national anthem we sing today. Of course, Purcell cannot claim any credit for the words. They are much, much older than the 18th century, straight out of the Old Testament of the Bible, in fact, namely, and appropriately, the first book of Kings, chapter one, verses 38 to 40. And if you've ever listened to Handel's famous work, Zadok the Priest, which was sung in the King's Coronation, you'll find these Bible verses very familiar. And all the people rejoiced and said, God save the king, long live the king, may the king live forever, amen. And on and on it goes, amen, 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 about 50 times. And I've sung it in the Royal Albert Hall, no less. It's fast, it's furious, and it's exhausting, but an awesome piece of music nevertheless. 
and it was sung beautifully well at the King's coronation back in May. Purcell and Handel both set the phrase, God save the King, to music. But what do we mean, God save the King? What are we asking God to do? Well, a bit of context helps as ever. The book of Kings in the Old Testament starts with the anointing of King Solomon as the chosen successor to his father, King David. And the story itself is not without intrigue. Believe it or not, and you can read all about it in 1 Kings chapter 1, another of David's sons, Absalom, had pronounced himself king over all Israel without his father's permission, nor crucially with God's blessing and this caused outrage in the land. It was David's wish that Solomon become king, and he prayed that God would bless Solomon with his salvation, a key word with a deep spiritual meaning. David knew from his own bitter experience that unless a sovereign ruled under the anointing of God's favour, and thus in the authority of God's blessing, well, it wouldn't go well, and the people would suffer. Amazingly, this truth has permeated down the ages to the present day, which is why His Majesty the King was anointed at his own coronation. Handel's Zadok the Priest was sung at King Charles' coronation, as it has been at every coronation since King George II in 1727. God save the King is a deeply spiritual cry, but the word save is an often misunderstood word in the English translation of the Bible. Now, in the original Hebrew, the language of the Old Testament, the word is natsal, which carries with it the connotation of being delivered or rescued or even snatched away, spared, usually from one's enemies. You can see how it is then that from Solomon onwards, a king or a queen's loyal subjects have pleaded to God at the time of a sovereign's anointing that they be spared, literally saved, from those who would seek to do them and their nation harm. And so it is that we've come to the national anthem that we sing today, and we continue to plead God's salvation for the sovereign as we sing, God save the king. Here now, as my friend Jason, the Armoured Corps Sergeant Major, reads King David's own words from Psalm 62. Listen out for that Hebrew word, Natsal, translated as salvation, and how David, looking back on his life, sees God as being always there for him, as his rock and his salvation, his fortress and his rest. The Bible reading is taken from the Old Testament, Psalm 62, and reading from verse 1, My Rock and My Salvation. Truly my soul finds rest in God, my salvation comes from Him. Truly He is my rock and my salvation, He is my fortress, I shall never be shaken. How long will you assault me? Would all of you throw me down, this leaning wall, this tottering fence? Surely they intend to topple me from my lofty place. They take delight in lies. With their mouths they bless, but in their hearts they curse. Yes, my soul, find rest in God. My hope comes from him. Truly he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I shall not be shaken. 
My salvation and my honour depend on God. He is my mighty rock, my refuge. Trust in him at all times, you people. Pour out your hearts to him, for God is our refuge. Surely the lowborn are but a breath, the highborn are but a lie. If weighed on a balance, they are nothing, together they are only a breath. Do not trust in extortion, or put vain hope in stolen goods. Through your riches increase, do not set your heart on them. One thing God has spoken, two things I have heard. Power belongs to you, God, and with you, Lord. His unfailing love, and you reward everyone according to what they have done. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. Well, there it is, Psalm 62, the great salvation psalm, read there by the armoured corsant major, and a great job he did too. So what are the Padre's three takeaways for this episode, asking the question, what's the history of God save the king? Well, takeaway number one is perhaps obvious, but it's worth saying in any case. We sing God save the king, as we have done since King George II in 1727, because that has historically been the cry of the nation for the new monarch, and it continues with King Charles III. The king shares his mother the queen's faith, and we, his subjects, continue to sing the national anthem, and we mean it. Takeaway number two takes us from salvation in the Old Testament to being saved in the New Testament. St Paul famously writes in his letter to the Ephesians that it is not by us who we are or even by our works that we are saved, but it is by grace that you have saved, he writes, through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God. For the Christian, salvation isn't just something for the king. No, it's for all of us, by faith in what God has done through Jesus' sacrifice on the cross and his resurrection. That is the route to salvation. Finally, takeaway number three. In Psalm 62, Jason read for us these words, verses 6 to 8. Truly he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I shall not be shaken. My salvation and my honour depend on God. He is my mighty rock, my refuge. Trust in him at all times, you people. Pour out your hearts to him, for God is our refuge. You know those ancient words of King David, written just before the anointing of his son Solomon to become king? Well, I find those words to be deeply powerful for my own life, let alone for a sovereign. Faith is a very personal thing, yes, but it's also a collective thing too. We sing God save our gracious King as a nation because sovereignty is over the whole nation, not just individuals. Salvation too is personal, yes, but there is great value in putting coals together on a fire, so to speak, and enjoy the warmth of the collective glow. And there's a thought to ponder on now as we turn to our time of prayer. And so we come to our time of prayer, asking for God's protection over our forces deployed and serving at home, and for our families and friends who support us as we do so. So let's pray. 
Heavenly Father, we thank you that we don't have to face all that life throws at us alone, but that you promise to be with us wherever we go. You watch over us when we're awake and when we're asleep. You guide our ways and direct our paths. You strengthen our hearts to serve you as we strive for peace, and you lift us up when we fail and when we fall down. We ask for your protection over us, members of the British Army, and the safekeeping of those loved ones we care for. And in whatever circumstances we find ourselves, help each one of us to put our trust in you and to receive your love for us day by day. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Teach us, good Lord, to serve you as you deserve, to give and not to count the cost, to fight and not to heed the wounds, to toil and not to seek for rest, to labour and not to ask for any reward, save that of knowing that we do your will. And the traditional words of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. So there we have it, the 11th of 23 episodes of the Padres podcast for 2023, answering the question, what's the history of God Save the King? Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode in the lead up to the King's Birthday Parade, Trooping the Colour. You'll be able to watch the event on the TV. And I know from my time with the Welsh Guards that it takes hours and hours and hours of meticulous practice to get it right, as I have no doubt that they will, trooping their new King's Colour this year before the Sovereign. Now, if you missed any previous episodes of the Padres podcast, particularly the recent nine-part series looking at the fruit of the Spirit, well, you can always go back and listen to it on Spotify or on your own chosen podcast platform. They're all there waiting for you, and at around 15 minutes an episode, they're short and sweet and full of encouragement and hope for you as you serve. In the next episode, I'm going to focus on humility, that highly prized virtue of kings and subjects through the ages, and ask the question, is humility the greatest quality for a king? We'll look at some verses from Matthew chapter 18 to help answer this question. And you can look forward to that episode being published in a fortnight on Friday, the 23rd of June, 2023. Now, if you follow Padre's podcast on Spotify or subscribe on your own podcast platform, then each episode will be there waiting for you when it lands and you'll get a notification on your mobile. Until next time, therefore, I'm going to finish this episode with words from Psalm 62 read for us earlier. My salvation and my honour depend on God. He is my mighty rock and my refuge. Trust in him at all times, you people. Pour out your hearts to him, for God is our refuge. Well, I need a mighty rock on which to stand in my life and a refuge where I can go when things get tough. And it's great for me to know that God is there for me and I'm sure I'm not alone. I'm also taking comfort in King David's words, trust in him at all times. Words written 3,000 years ago, but still just as relevant today. 
and I pray that brings you hope and encouragement too. Until next time, this is Padre Matt and this is the Padres Podcast.